part four chapter four section two of crime and punishment by fyodor dostoevsky translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part four chapter four section two it was not because of your dishonour and your sin i said that of you but because of your great suffering but you are a great sinner that's true he added almost solemnly and your worst sin is that you have destroyed and betrayed yourself for nothing isn't that fearful isn't it fearful that you are living in this filth which you loathe so and at the same time you know yourself you've only to open your eyes that you are not helping any one by it not saving any one from anything tell me he went on almost in a frenzy how this shame and degradation can exist in you side by side with other opposite holy feelings it would be better a thousand times better and wiser to leap into the water and end it all but what would become of them sonya asked faintly gazing at him with eyes of anguish but not seeming surprised at his suggestion raskolnikov looked strangely at her he read it all in her face so she must have had that thought already perhaps many times and earnestly she had thought out in her despair how to end it and so earnestly that now she scarcely wondered at his suggestion she had not even noticed the cruelty of his words the significance of his reproaches and his peculiar attitude to her shame she had of course not noticed either and that too was clear to him but he saw how monstrously the thought of her disgraceful shameful position was torturing her and had long tortured her what what he thought could hitherto have hindered her from putting an end to it only then he realized what those poor little orphan children and that pitiful half-crazy katerina ivanovna knocking her head against the wall in her consumption meant for sonya but nevertheless it was clear to him again that with her character and the amount of education she had after all received she could not in any case remain so he was still confronted by the question how could she have remained so long in that position without going out of her mind since she could not bring herself to jump into the water of course he knew that sonya's position was an exceptional case though unhappily not unique and not infrequent indeed but that very exceptionalness her tinge of education her previous life might one would have thought have killed her at the first step on that revolting path what held her up surely not depravity all that infamy had obviously only touched her mechanically not one drop of real depravity had penetrated to her heart he saw that he saw through her as she stood before him there are three ways before her he thought the canal the madhouse or at last to sink into depravity which obscures the mind and turns the heart to stone the last idea was the most revolting but he was a sceptic he was young abstract and therefore cruel and so he could not help believing that the last end was the most likely but can that be true he cried to himself can that creature who has still preserved the purity of her spirit be consciously drawn at last into that sink of filth and iniquity can the process already have begun can it be that she has only been able to bear it till now because vice has begun to be less loathsome to her no no that cannot be he cried as sonya had just before 
no what has kept her from the canal till now is the idea of sin and they the children and if she has not gone out of her mind but who says she has not gone out of her mind is she in her senses can one talk can one reason as she does how can she sit on the edge of the abyss of loathsomeness into which she is slipping and refuse to listen when she is told of danger does she expect a miracle no doubt she does doesn't that all mean madness he stayed obstinately at that thought he liked that explanation indeed better than any other he began looking more intently at her so you pray to god a great deal sonya he asked her sonya did not speak he stood beside her waiting for an answer what should i be without god she whispered rapidly forcibly glancing at him with suddenly flashing eyes and squeezing his hand ah so that is it he thought and what does god do for you he asked probing her further sonya was silent a long while as though she could not answer her weak chest kept heaving with emotion be silent don't ask you don't deserve she cried suddenly looking sternly and wrathfully at him that's it that's it he repeated to himself he does everything she whispered quickly looking down again that's the way out that's the explanation he decided scrutinizing her with eager curiosity with a new strange almost morbid feeling he gazed at that pale thin irregular angular little face those soft blue eyes which could flash with such fire such stern energy that little body still shaking with indignation and anger and it all seemed to him more and more strange almost impossible she is a religious maniac he repeated to himself there was a book lying on the chest of drawers he had noticed it every time he paced up and down the room now he took it up and looked at it it was the new testament in the russian translation it was bound in leather old and worn where did you get that he called to her across the room she was still standing in the same place three steps from the table it was brought me she answered as it were unwillingly not looking at him who brought it lizaveta i asked her for it lizaveta strange he thought everything about sonya seemed to him stranger and more wonderful every moment he carried the book to the candle and began to turn over the pages where is the story of lazarus he asked suddenly sonya looked obstinately at the ground and would not answer she was standing sideways to the table where is the raising of lazarus find it for me sonya she stole a glance at him you are not looking in the right place it's in the fourth gospel she whispered sternly without looking at him find it and read it to me he said he sat down with his elbow on the table leaned his head on his hand and looked away sullenly prepared to listen in three weeks time they'll welcome me in the madhouse i shall be there if i am not in a worse place he muttered to himself sonya heard raskolnikov's request distrustfully and moved hesitatingly to the table she took the book however haven't you read it she asked looking up at him across the table her voice became sterner and sterner long ago when i was at school read and haven't you heard it in church i haven't been do you often go no whispered sonya raskolnikov smiled i understand and you won't go to your father's funeral to-morrow yes i shall i was at church last week too i had a requiem service 
for whom for lizaveta she was killed with an axe his nerves were more and more strained his head began to go round were you friends with lizaveta yes she was good she used to come not often she couldn't we used to read together and talk she will see god the last phrase sounded strange in his ears and here was something new again the mysterious meetings with lizaveta and both of them religious maniacs i shall be a religious maniac myself soon it's infectious read he cried irritably and insistently sonya still hesitated her heart was throbbing she hardly dared to read to him he looked almost with exasperation at the unhappy lunatic what for you don't believe she whispered softly and as it were breathlessly read i want you to he persisted you used to read to lizaveta sonya opened the book and found the place her hands were shaking her voice failed her twice she tried to begin and could not bring out the first syllable now a certain man was sick named lazarus of bethany she forced herself at last to read but at the third word her voice broke like an overstrained string there was a catch in her breath raskolnikov saw in part why sonya could not bring herself to read to him and the more he saw this the more roughly and irritably he insisted on her doing so he understood only too well how painful it was for her to betray and unveil all that was her own he understood that these feelings really were her secret treasure which she had kept perhaps for years perhaps from childhood while she lived with an unhappy father and a distracted stepmother crazed by grief in the midst of starving children and unseemly abuse and reproaches but at the same time he knew now and knew for certain that although it filled her with dread and suffering yet she had a tormenting desire to read and to read to him that he might hear it and to read now whatever might come of it he read this in her eyes he could see it in her intense emotion she mastered herself controlled the spasm in her throat and went on reading the eleventh chapter of st john she went on to the nineteenth verse and many of the jews came to martha and mary to comfort them concerning their brother then martha as soon as she heard that jesus was coming went and met him but mary sat still in the house then said martha unto jesus lord if thou hadst been here my brother had not died but i know that even now whatsoever thou wilt ask of god god will give it thee then she stopped again with a shamefaced feeling that her voice would quiver and break again jesus said unto her thy brother shall rise again martha saith unto him i know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day jesus said unto her i am the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me though he were dead yet shall he live and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die believest thou this she saith unto him and drawing a painful breath sonya read distinctly and forcibly as though she were making a public confession of faith yea lord i believe that thou art the christ the son of god which should come into the world she stopped and looked up quickly at him but controlling herself went on reading raskolnikov sat without moving his elbows on the table and his eyes turned away she read to the thirty-second verse then when mary was come where jesus was and saw him she fell down at his feet saying unto him lord if thou hadst been here my brother had not died 
when jesus therefore saw her weeping and the jews also weeping which came with her he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said where have ye laid him they said unto him lord come and see jesus wept then said the jews behold how he loved him and some of them said could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died raskolnikov turned and looked at her with emotion yes he had known it she was trembling in a real physical fever he had expected it she was getting near the story of the greatest miracle and a feeling of immense triumph came over her her voice rang out like a bell triumph and joy gave it power the lines danced before her eyes but she knew what she was reading by heart at the last verse could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind dropping her voice she passionately reproduced the doubt the reproach and censure of the blind disbelieving jews who in another moment would fall at his feet as though struck by thunder sobbing and believing and he he too is blinded and unbelieving he too will hear he too will believe yes yes at once now was what she was dreaming and she was quivering with happy anticipation jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave it was a cave and a stone lay upon it jesus said take ye away the stone martha the sister of him that was dead saith unto him lord by this time he stinketh for he hath been dead four days she laid emphasis on the word for jesus saith unto her said i not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe thou shouldest see the glory of god then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid and jesus lifted up his eyes and said father i thank thee that thou hast heard me and i knew that thou hearest me always but because of the people which stand by i said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me and when he thus had spoken he cried with a loud voice lazarus come forth and he that was dead came forth she read loudly cold and trembling with ecstasy as though she were seeing it before her eyes bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin jesus saith unto them loose him and let him go then many of the jews which came to mary and had seen the things which jesus did believed on him she could read no more closed the book and got up from her chair quickly that is all about the raising of lazarus she whispered severely and abruptly and turning away she stood motionless not daring to raise her eyes to him she still trembled feverishly the candle end was flickering out in the battered candlestick dimly lighting up in the poverty-stricken room the murderer and the harlot who had so strangely been reading together the eternal book five minutes or more passed i came to speak of something raskolnikov said aloud frowning he got up and went to sonya she lifted her eyes to him in silence his face was particularly stern and there was a sort of savage determination in it i have abandoned my family to-day he said my mother and sister i am not going to see them i've broken with them completely what for asked sonya amazed her recent meeting with his mother and sister had left a great impression which she could not analyse she heard his news almost with horror i have only you now he added let us go together i've come to you we are both accursed let us go our way together his eyes glittered as though he were mad sonya thought in her turn 
go where she asked in alarm and she involuntarily stepped back how do i know i only know it's the same road i know that and nothing more it's the same goal she looked at him and understood nothing she knew only that he was terribly infinitely unhappy no one of them will understand if you tell them but i have understood i need you that is why i have come to you i don't understand whispered sonya you'll understand later haven't you done the same you too have transgressed have had the strength to transgress you have laid hands on yourself you have destroyed a life your own it's all the same you might have lived in spirit and understanding but you'll end in the haymarket but you won't be able to stand it and if you remain alone you'll go out of your mind like me you are like a mad creature already so we must go together on the same road let us go what for what's all this for said sonya strangely and violently agitated by his words what for because you can't remain like this that's why you must look things straight in the face at last and not weep like a child and cry that god won't allow it what will happen if you should really be taken to the hospital to-morrow she is mad and in consumption she'll soon die and the children do you mean to tell me polenka won't come to grief haven't you seen children here at the street corners sent out by their mothers to beg i found out where those mothers live and in what surroundings children can't remain children there at seven the child is vicious and a thief yet children you know are the image of christ theirs is the kingdom of heaven he bade us honour and love them they are the humanity of the future what's to be done what's to be done repeated sonya weeping hysterically and wringing her hands what's to be done break what must be broken once for all that's all and take the suffering on oneself what you don't understand you'll understand later freedom and power and above all power over all trembling creation and all the ant-heap that's the goal remember that that's my farewell message perhaps it's the last time i shall speak to you if i don't come to-morrow you'll hear of it all and then remember these words and some day later on in years to come you'll understand perhaps what they meant if i come to-morrow i'll tell you who killed lizaveta good-bye sonya started with terror why do you know who killed her she asked chilled with horror looking wildly at him i know and will tell you only you i have chosen you out i'm not coming to you to ask forgiveness but simply to tell you i chose you out long ago to hear this when your father talked of you and when lizaveta was alive i thought of it good-bye don't shake hands to-morrow he went out sonya gazed at him as at a madman but she herself was like one insane and felt it her head was going round good heavens how does he know who killed lizaveta what did those words mean it's awful but at the same time the idea did not enter her head not for a moment oh he must be terribly unhappy he has abandoned his mother and sister what for what has happened and what had he in his mind what did he say to her he had kissed her foot and said said yes he had said it clearly that he could not live without her oh merciful heavens sonya spent the whole night feverish and delirious she jumped up from time to time wept and wrung her hands then sank again into feverish sleep and dreamt of polenka katerina ivanovna and lizaveta of reading the gospel and him 
him with pale face with burning eyes kissing her feet weeping on the other side of the door on the right which divided sonya's room from madame reslik's flat was a room which had long stood empty a card was fixed on the gate and a notice stuck in the windows over the canal advertising it to let sonya had long been accustomed to the rooms being uninhabited but all that time mr svidrigailov had been standing listening at the door of the empty room when raskolnikov went out he stood still thought a moment went on tiptoe to his own room which adjoined the empty one brought a chair and noiselessly carried it to the door that led to sonya's room the conversation had struck him as interesting and remarkable and he had greatly enjoyed it so much so that he brought a chair that he might not in the future to-morrow for instance have to endure the inconvenience of standing a whole hour but might listen in comfort end of part four chapter four recording by expatriate in bangor maine